Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the only podcast read by an idiot. What? That doesn't make any sense. The only podcast where some idiot is reading the dictionary. It's called the dictionary, but you should have known that because you clicked on it. Uh, okay, we have our first word for today. It is aviator. A-V-I-A-T-O-R. This is a noun from 1877. The operator or pilot of an aircraft and especially an airplane. I don't know why I said it that way. Next, aviator glasses. This is a noun from 1968. Eyeglasses having a lightweight metal frame and relatively large, usually tinted lenses. Can anybody tell me why aviator glasses look like that? Is there a reason they need to be large uh, and like cover half your face? Personally, I don't think I would look good in these glasses. I think they look kind of silly, but some people look think that they look cool, and that is perfectly fine. Uh, but for me, they're not for me. Next, we have aviatrix. A-V-I-A-T-R-I-X. I am going to guess, A, that this is an older word from the early 20th century. I'm also going to guess that this is the female version of of aviator or something like that so let's see uh it is a noun from 1910 okay number one i got it oh a woman who is an aviator yep nailed it uh is it necessary for us to put these gender uh suffixes on words anymore i mean if you if you want to be called an aviatrix it actually sounds cooler than aviator uh, yeah, next we have aviculture, avaculture, avi, and then the word culture. It is a noun from circa 1879. The raising and care of birds and especially of wild birds in captivity. Uh, aviculturist is a noun. That's it for that one. We're going to move on to the word avid. A-V-I-D. It is an adjective from 1769, one, desirous to the point of greed, urgently eager, and a synonym is greedy. I'm, I guess I never really thought about that. Uh, well, I've never really used that form or heard that form of it because we still have a second definition. Uh, oh, but before we get to that, very exciting, we have an example. Avid for publicity. Uh, yeah, number two characterized by enthusiasm and vigorous pursuit, as in avid readers. I, You are avid listeners to my podcast, uh, if you are a regular listener. Uh, and a synonym is the word eager. Avidly is an adverb. Avidness is a noun. Uh, so now I'm curious why the first um, non-linear digital editing video editing program was called avid um what what was the what was the reason there uh i could probably figure it out if i actually thought about it but i want to know from them so maybe on there there's a wikipedia page or something uh that explains it i should go look it up but not right now i'm going to tell you that this is from latin avidus which is from uh the verb avere uh, or avire which means to desire or crave and it is akin to the, well, this doesn't help me, to the W word, 
Uh, I'm guessing W is an abbreviation for some language that starts with W, um, but I don't know what it is. But anyway, the word is Eulis. E-W-L, no, E-W-Y-L-L-Y-S, and that means desire. Also from the old Irish uh, word conoi, C-O-N hyphen O-I, which means he protects. That doesn't make sense to me. Next, we have the word avidin, A-V-I-D-I-N. This is a noun from 1941, a protein found in egg white that inactivates biotin by combining with it. So the avidin combines with the biotin, and then the biotin becomes inactivated. What happens to the avidin? I feel like there's somebody in the building with me, but the office is closed. But sometimes people come in, like me. Uh, Let's see. This uh, etymology, avidin, uh, is from its avidity for biotin. I don't know what avidity is, but I'm about to learn, and so are you, because it is our next word. It is a noun from the 15th century. One, the quality or state of being avid. Uh, So I guess I would assume that would be the second definition, so uh, like the word eager or enthusiastic. Uh, So the quality or state of being eager or enthusiastic. Uh, So the avidin is eager and enthusiastic for biotin, and when it combines with it, it basically kills it. Not killed it, but it makes it inactive. Uh, So in its eagerness... It inactivates the thing that it loves. Okay, 1A, keen eagerness. Again, we are talking about the word avidity here. Uh, 1B, consuming greed. So is it that the greed consumes you, or you are consuming the greed to get rid of it? Is the greed like the biotin? Number two, we have the synonym, oh, wow, We have the 2B2 definition for the word affinity, A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y. Do we want to go back and read that? No? Okay. Let's see. Next, we have avifauna. Avifauna. I think the emphasis is on the the fa. Avifauna. It's the word fauna with the A-V-I prefix. Uh, Is it related? Is it birds? Oh, it is. Uh, This is a noun from 1873. The birds or the kinds of birds of a region, period, or environment. Avifaunal is an adjective. Uh, So yeah, when you you think about the word fauna, so we say flora and fauna, that is the, the plants, flora, and the animals, the fauna, of a, an area, of a region, of a period, of a, of an environment. And so the avifauna are the birds or the uh, animals that are birds in an area. Great description, Spencer. Uh, okay, now the word fawn, like a baby deer, is that spelled F-A-U-N or F-A-W-N? I think it's W-N, but now I'm questioning myself. And I want to go look it up. Look it up, look it up, look it up, look it up. Almost there. Don't worry. Okay. F-A-U-N, fawn, 
Okay, there's that one. I can't read these to you. I'm not allowed to because uh, that would be cheating uh, because we have to go through this in order. Uh, but yes, it looks like the young deer is F-A-W-N, which is what I thought it was. But um, they're probably related. In fact, I'm sure of it. Okay, next we have, what is this? A piece of plastic fell off from something. Okay, next we have avionics. It is a noun from 1949. Electronics designed for use in aerospace vehicles. And avionic is an adjective. That is from aviation and electronics. So the first part of aviation and the last part of electronics gives us avionics. Um... My my uncle, um, so Ryan and Andrew, you heard them talk recently. Their dad uh, actually, I don't know if he still works, but I know he worked for an airplane company designing their their jet engines. I don't, I can't even comprehend one percent of that. Um, yeah, I think he went to school and became an engineer, and he makes or made plane engines, which I just think is insane. Very cool, but to me, crazy. Um, all right, next we have uh, avirulent, avir, a, avirulent, with a long A, A-V-I-R-U-L-E-N-T. It is an adjective from circa 1900, not virulent, and compared to the word non-pathogenic. Maybe that's the opposite. Next we have avitaminosis, avitaminosis, A-V-I-T-A-M-I-N, O-S-I-S. It is a noun from 1914. Disease, as pellagra, resulting from a deficiency of one or more vitamins. So pellagra is just an example of a disease uh, with that situation. Uh, Avitaminotic is an adjective. Next we have A-V node. So it's capital A hyphen capital V. Next word node, N-O-D-E. Uh, this is a noun from 1949, and we just have the synonym atrioventricular node. Uh, so A V atrio A V is ventricular, and then node. Uh, fun fact: well, last weekend, um, uh, although who at the time of recording, the last weekend when I was with the uh, with my dad's side of the family celebrating Christmas and New Year's, um, and maybe a little bit Hanukkah. We played running charades, and one of the words that I wrote, uh, I was one of the one of the clue writers one round. I wrote in atrioventricular. I have no idea how they did it, but they got it done. All right, next we have uh, avu, or is it avu? Interesting, or avo, something like that. But it's spelled a v o. It is a noun from circa nineteen o nine. And it says, see the word pataka, P-A-T-A-C-A, at the money table. So this is Portuguese from the word avo, which is a fractional part, uh, which is, or that means fractional part, I guess. And that is from the suffix avo, which means ordinal suffix, or it is an ordinal suffix. This is terribly confusing. Um, As in, oh, it gives me an example, oitavo which means the eighth, and that is from the Latin octavus. And there's more at the word octave. Ah, because it has A-V-E. Oh, interesting. Okay, so in music, the octave is the note 
that is uh, one octave above the previous note. That doesn't help. Um, it's basically the same note. So there's C, and then there's another C. Uh, so they're the same note. They sound the same, but they're one is higher and one is lower. Um, and they are typically eight, yep, eight notes away in our normal piano scale thing, uh, chromatic scale. Well, no, it's not chromatic. It's, it would be the um, major scale. Uh, it's eight notes away. And so oitavo is eighth, uh, which is from the Latin octavus. And that, that suffix is avo or avis or whatever. And uh, yeah, so it's so avo is a fractional part. What other examples can we find? I don't know. But because it's Portuguese, I don't totally trust my pronunciation um, of both avo and pataca. Anyway, we're going to move on to the word avocado, one of my favorites. It is a noun from 1697. One, a pulpy green to purple-skinned, nutty-flavored fruit of any of various tropical American trees uh, of the laurel family, also a tree-bearing avocados. And the genus name is Persia, especially Persia americana. Number two, a light yellowish green. So the color, that would be the color avocado. This is from, it's modified of Spanish aguacate, which is from the Nahuatl word, ahuacatl, which means avocado, and it also means testicle. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this before, but it, it sort of resembles a testicle, so that's why they uh, named it that. I've also heard it described as um, something like alligator alligator skin or alligator testicle or something related to alligators. Uh, I can't remember uh, that exactly. Uh, there's a picture of an avocado. It's black and white, so you don't get to see the colors, uh, but it shows two full avocados on a branch with leaves and then an avocado cut in half and you see the pit inside of it. I used to never really care about avocados other than guacamole, uh, but now I try and eat them relatively often. I know that they're pretty good for you. I'm not going to call them a superfood because that's a word that doesn't really mean anything, uh, but we've sort of taken, uh, taken that on in this culture these days. Um, but, you know, in general, they are very good for you. And uh, they don't really taste like a whole lot. They're not like super flavorful or anything, but I try and eat them with other things or put some seasonings in there or whatever. Uh, all right. Oh, and you can make a super easy guacamole where you literally just mash up uh, a half of an avocado or a whole avocado and just put some like salt or and or ginger, uh, ginger, no, garlic, uh, garlic powder in there. And that's all you need, really. You don't need to add all the other stuff. If you have limited um, assets for limited time, just do that. All right, next we have avocado pear. It is a noun from 1830, chiefly British, and we just have the number one definition for the avocado. So the avocado that we think of uh, in the Britain land, they call it avocado pear because it's shaped like a pear. Next we have avocation. It is a noun from circa 1617. One is archaic. We have these synonyms diversion and distraction. Number two, customary employment. Synonym is vocation. Number three, a subordinate occupation pursued in addition to one's vocation, especially for enjoyment. And a synonym is hobby. 
Uh, all right, this is from Latin avocation or avocation, avocatio, which is from the verb avocare, which means to call away. Interesting. Which is from ab plus vocare, which means to call, uh, which is from the prefix voc or the word vox, which means voice. And there's more at the word voice. Uh, so interesting, it's talking about uh, your voice, your calling, uh, something that you do. Uh, what do you do? What do you like to do? I guess I do this as my hobby. Um, it's not the way I make money. Uh, yeah, so that's that. Last word for this episode is avocational or avocational. Uh, A-V-O-C-A-T-I-O-N-A-L. It is an adjective from 1921. One of or relating to an avocation. Yeah, usually we just say the word vocation. Um... As in, an avocational interest in sports. Uh, let me just double check I understand this correctly. Diversion, distraction, customary employment, a subordinate occupation. pursuit. Yeah, vocation is a synonym, so that makes sense. Okay, number two, I have to do a page flip. Being such by avocation, as in an avocational musician. Yep, avocational is our word. Avocationally is an adverb. Um, let's see. There's no etymology, so I have to pick a word of the episode. Um, there was a bunch of good ones in here, but I'm going to pick avocado just because I really like avocados and I try and eat them fairly often and, um, they're good for you. So that is it. Thank you for listening. I have gotten a little bit uh, delirious, I think. Uh, it's been a while since I've actually recorded some episodes by myself. Uh, so maybe I'll record one more and see what nonsense comes out. Uh, but until next time, this is an idiot reading the dictionary. Goodbye.